Welcome to Good Mid-Morning. I'm your host, Liam Flanagan, a.k.a. DJ Flash Gordon, quarterback, New York Jets, a.k.a. DJ FGQB NYJS. Today is Thursday, April 15th, what used to be tax day, and oh, what a show we have for you. Give us a text. Our text line is open, and the number is 971-361-9396, and... Uh, 971-361-9396 is the number to give us a call, give us a shout, and we'll give you a shout-out. I want to thank all of our sponsors. Linda's Mouth Guard. Hey, you know who has a nice smile? Linda. Why not try her mouth guard? We also want to thank the law office of Kooky Phil. Think your lawyer's not kooky enough? Step up to the bench with Kooky Phil. And lastly, we want to thank the plastic industry. Plastic. It's in everything. We mean everything. Thanks again to those sponsors. If you or your business would like to be an actual sponsor for Good Midmorning or any of the great podcasts on Podland, send an email to liam at podland.productions. Our, uh, our first guest host today hails from the great state of Oregon, was a lead pastry chef at an award-winning patisserie, and is now on a new adventure into the world of real estate. The co-host I love the most, my wife, Aura Taylor. Good morning, Aura. Good morning, Liam. How are you? Great. Yeah? Great. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. You know, just hanging in there, having another morning in the house with the dogs, you know? Yeah. It's getting easier, though. If you didn't know, folks, uh, we, we, we recently got a puppy. Just like everybody else. Yeah. And uh, she, she's now... Four month, a little over four months old. Mm. Uh, or a little over three months old. Sorry. Which is it? Um, but uh, it's getting things, life is getting easier, you know? Yeah, she just let herself out the dog door and went pee and then came back inside. And that's, you know... It's very exciting. Boom. That's all we. That's all we. That's all we ask for. That's Don't really shit in our house. That's all that's we all. ask for. <laughs> Just maybe some cuddles and some love, but yeah, particularly don't shit in our house. When it comes down to it, just you know, <laughs> keep it outside. Keep it outside. Yeah. So Pepper is doing well. You know, we were just talking about how she uh, is it now. She's she's not wanting to sleep in the crate anymore because she wants to uh, be on the couch or on the bed with us and. Yeah. And, you know, it's just so hard not to let your dogs up on the couch. Yeah, it's true. But then you complain, you know, you wonder why you've got so much dog hair everywhere. It's because you let your dog be everywhere. Yeah. I say you, but I mean, I mean me. Really. You do mean you. You do mean <laughs> you. Yeah. I'm sure there's people out there who are very strict with their dogs. And mm-hmm. I, I'm, I, yeah. Are they? Are there, though? You know, I mean, nobody yes. I know. I don't know anybody who's like keeps their dog. Oh, I guess. I guess our friends Bob and Roberta, their dog who just passed away, uh, I never saw that dog up on a couch. No, because that was the, uh, such a good dog. Yeah. Just did whatever you said. Yeah. What a good dog. Mm. So how are things going in the real realty world? What's going on in Aura's 
realty reality? Oh, not much. It's been kind of a <laughs> slow week for me. Um, I've got some things in the works, but um, it's been a little quiet for me. Have so. you? Did you learn anything this week, though? I mean, I know I did. You, yeah, I took some classes. Going, yeah, I've been working on my database. I've been uh, getting. Let's talk about the database because it, you've been talking about the database for you know a while now here in the house. Oh I, yeah, I since I learned what it is, I got to get my database. <laughs> I mean, I knew what a database was, I guess, but they just kept saying, "Get your database together, get your database together." So in so. my mind, a data like when they're like, "Get your database together," you got to get people who you know. In my mind, it was like, "Okay, find all the people you think would want to buy a house," and that, yeah. and then so in my mind, I'm like. Uh, not I don't I could maybe maybe two or three people. Yeah, you think of all your friends that maybe already own houses or yeah. aren't in the position to buy one. So no, your database is is people that you know that like you. <laughs> and I've always had like a database in my mind, but yeah. I've never actually written it down to everything that. Um, but yeah, it's not just people that you think are going to buy a house. And if you just do that, you're known as a secret agent. And that's where you're just like making contact with people that you're like, oh, you you should buy a house. Oh. So it's more um, people that would recommend you. So I, the idea is that each person is in your database would recommend you to five other people. So I'm just getting together all the people that I like and I appreciate. And it's such a good time to be like, hey, how are you? Yeah. I miss you. <laughs> I haven't seen you in a year. It's I've already, you know, people have had their first shots and they just want to maybe get out in some sunshine and take a walk. People so. are ready for some contact. They're they're they are. they're they're wanting that contact. They're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I just got a, an email from Aura. It says she's a realtor now. Great. I want to I'm going to hang out with her. I want to see people." Yeah, kind of like that. I mean, oh. most of the people I'm actually texting <laughs> Oh. <laughs> and or messaging on Instagram or something like right. just saying hi and yeah and it's been great because I really have uh missed people. Yeah, yeah. And um and and so right now people are thinking, you know, well, <laughs> you know what kind of sucks? Uh you know, not to go off subject of of the realty business, but it just kind of reminded me that um of the pandemic that we're in mm-hmm. and that like like two months ago, it felt like, oh, the, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. And now it kind of feels like rocks have, have like there's been a, <laughs> the, the cave has collapsed it, or is collapsing. Yeah. I'm watching the cave collapse and I'm watching the light like go get further and further away. Well, when they first started talking about rolling out the vaccines, it was, you know, when we were looking at our eligibility, um, we were pretty far out. Yeah. We were thinking we weren't going to get anything until maybe next September. And just because, you know, we were going to just take our time and we were going to let people go ahead. And um, and then this possibility of all of us getting shots right away, I was like, do it. Get on it. Yeah. But it's not that easy. And now the numbers are, are climbing. Yeah. Like they're, they're still going up. Yeah. And I'm still nervous going out in public. And eating at restaurants, I can't go to busy bars. I just, I can't do it. I can't, yeah, you can't be in anywhere that has over, like, I'm, I don't know, like, I don't know what the number is. But, you know, you you sense it. It gets to a point where you're like, there's way too many people here. Like, we were, we went to a, a place the other day 
when we got there, there was barely anybody there. And then by the time the le- we left, and one of the reasons we left was because the, a, a, a table had come over and they had like 10 people at this table behind us. They had 12, yeah, because they had to be split into two groups. You can't have more than six people at a table. And they didn't have another table, so they were all... And they actually got in trouble by management, asked them to split into two groups. And I mean, each group was at least six people. I feel like they were being pretty nice to them, of course, because it was, you know, that place has really good customer service. But still, like, what are you guys thinking? You're grown adults. Yeah. You should be self-regulating and know that you can't be crowded around a table uh, without your masks on while you're also crowding into the tables that are next to you. Yeah, come on, folks. Yeah. Come on. I mean, we were just there minding our own business. Yeah, just having one quick one. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, and then we were off. But no, I mean, people, like, it, yeah, it's 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 getting to this point again where people are like thinking that it's over, but it's not. And, and, now, and now the numbers are rising up again. And then, and also, and now the whole J&J, like Johnson & Johnson thing with the with the blood clotting. You know, so that's happening. And I mean, yeah, that's worrisome. Though they tell people, you know, don't worry too much if you had the shot already. But, you know, of course, people are going to worry. But uh, the coronavirus is much worse. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah. Um, and then, and now they're they're also talking about pushing back the second shot of of the Moderna or Pfizer because it will give more more people the the chance to get the first shot, which is good. Um, and then they don't, you know, they're when they did the the when they were figuring out when they were going to do the second shots, they were like, let's you know, three weeks. You know, they just kind of picked the time. They didn't. They yeah, don't know. Moderna actu- is four. Pfizer is three. Yeah, and they don't even know ex- exactly. Like it could, you could have the first shot and it could be good for, you know, six to eight weeks. Mm-hmm. So they're going to push that back, hopefully get more people vaccinated with the first shot. But, you know, the the problem still is it's, it's all the people that aren't getting vaccinated, who aren't wearing masks, who aren't doing all the things that we need to do to get this fucking thing over with. Yeah. Yeah. What? We're done. I'm so <laughs> tired of it. I'm so tired of it. Uh, all right. Well, let's uh, let's take a quick mu- musical break. Um, this is, uh, you know, our guest today, or our second guest coming on who, you know, we, I haven't even talked about. It. We've got a second guest coming on at 930. Todd Brilliant, old friend of mine. Um, he is a founder of the Super Nice Club. It's a uh, great little club. Uh, just, you know, it's all about being super nice. So what's not to like about that? Anyway, uh, Todd is a, a huge Prince fan, so I thought I would play Prince today. We're, we're going to start off with a little delirious because well, that's how I feel about the world most of the time. Delirious, man. Delirious. You're listening to Good Mid-Morning. If you want to give us a text, our text line is 971-361-9396. Good Mid-Morning right here on Podland.Productions. Here's Prince doing Delirious. I get delirious Whenever you need 
That was Prince doing Delirious. Good old Prince. Um, folks, don't uh, forget uh, that uh, we're all over those social medias. You can find uh, the good. You can find Good Mid Morning on Instagram at Good underscore Mid underscore Morning, and we are on Facebook at Good Mid Morning, and I think we're also on Tumblr on at Good Mid Morning. So uh, you can always find us there. And if you're listening to this on any uh, thing that what what do you call them platform that you listen to your podcasts on? Don't forget to give us a review um, and give us a like, give us five stars. You know all the stuff you got to do to make it so uh, more people can find us. And you know share with your friends. If you tell five friends about Good Mid Morning, then they might tell five friends, and then that, it'll just spread, spread like wildfire. Ah. Mm. Uh, too soon. Yes. <laughs> uh, Aura Taylor is joining us this morning. One of one of my favorite co-hosts. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's always great having you. What is going on over in your world? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess what I meant was you have a story. Do you have something you oh, wanted to I talk did. about? I um. Well, actually, I was looking for some news articles today but um i did find a funny story about this woman who had an a charles schwab account and instead of her getting her 82 dollars in um dividends or whatever it was that she was getting it from they accidentally put in 1.2 million dollars into her account oh nice yeah and then they noticed and asked for it back they called her four times and she never responded. Yeah. Also, her voicemail was full. So, I mean, maybe she just didn't get the messages. Yeah. But uh, she <laughs> spent a lot of it. Right away, she bought a house and a brand new SUV. And wow. then they came for her and they <laughs> she took her to jail. What? Yeah. And they made her. I mean, you have to give the money back. But um, <laughs> she also got fired from her job as a 911 dispatcher. Oh. She'd been there for like four and a half years. I think that's a little unfair. But they said it was an error and she said, Nope, I want it's my money now. And she yeah, she spent about a quarter of it within the first two days. Wow. Yeah. Oh, what so what I wonder what the law is that she broke. Well, it's not your money. <laughs> that's the law. But they gave it to her. You know, they put it in her yeah, account. Apparently thus making an, it her even money. If it's an error, I guess it's a good faith thing. You're supposed to, she was supposed to be like. You no, know, I mean, it's also just like against the law. I was reading through it and they were saying that there's, you just, you can't just, like if you, oh, and they use that as a, a thing that if, say, a. Um, an ATM machine? Say an ATM machine spits out a bunch of money yeah, at you. Yeah. You can take that money, right? No, you, they expect you to give it back. Or say a armored car gets truck gets into an accident and uh -huh. money goes flying over oh, the city that's you're your money now no it's, you're supposed to give it back what i know that doesn't make Finders any sense keepers. that does remind me though that just the uh, you know what things remind you of. but uh uh you said the the armored truck getting in an accident reminded me of when i was a kid and uh there was a train accident uh, when I lived in I lived in a small town in in, Quin in Quincy, California, and uh, there was a train route or all around along the Feather River Canyon, and a train uh, derailed, and it was carrying a 
a bunch of it was either a trainer or a, a semi truck anyway long story short it had the cargo was a lot of beer there was a it was carrying Ooh. beer cans of beer cases of beer and my dad who was the lawyer or was the district attorney at the time you know loaded everybody in the, when he heard this he loaded everybody in the car and we all drove down there and you know half the town was there just loading <laughs> up on beer it was pretty funny yeah that's not really something you can give back no no it's not <laughs> just a bunch of drunk townsfolk yeah but you know you can't you highway. can't give back money or once you've drag. spent it you know so well, she got charged with bank fraud and oh. illegal money transfers I mean, I just think that's so unfair. Yeah, that's bullshit. Because she thought maybe it was just her lucky day. Her lucky day. Yeah. It was like she won the lottery, and then they're like, "No, we we need that." Wow, money the back. stock market's doing great, is what she thought. <laughs> this is wonderful. This I'm, is so I'm really glad I went to Charles she had, Schwab. She had just opened that account too the month before when she was like, "This, this is the I'm gonna go recommend Charles Schwab to everybody." <laughs> hey. I just put in $500, and now I've got $1.2 million. Yeah, and there, there's another story on here, too, that was kind of saying that, um, that Citigroup uh, accidentally wired $900 million to some lenders Yeah. Uh, intending to make a small payment and instead paid off the whole loan. But uh, actually, and the company was Revlon, just took the money and was like, I'm not, we're not giving it back. Because this is the amount of the loan. Yeah. And they're like, no, it was a mistake. We only meant to give you a little bit. <laughs> and they were like, no. And uh, actually, the judge ruled that that was fine. Because because they are, they owed him that they money. They owed them the money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But $900 million is a lot to pay off at once. <laughs> yeah. But I'm <laughs> sure, uh, uh, what was the company? I'm sure they're fine. They had, you know. Citibank? Yeah, they're fine. Citibank, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they're fine. Nobody worry about Citibank right now. We don't have to worry about Citibank. No. No, and they'll get bailed out if there really is a problem. So Yeah. So don't worry <laughs> about them. They'll be just fine. Um you know what else is going on in the world? What? Uh you know, fire season starting early this year, folks. Oh. Yeah. Well, we have our masks, so we'll be ready. For the smoke. For the yeah. smoke. But uh yeah. I, you know, don't you just love a good long fire season? No. No, I really don't. Uh, it's you know I was thinking about this uh, earlier today before you even mentioned that that they there was a a warning about this weekend. Um, mm -hmm. But I was thinking it. I was looking out the window and noticing that the leaves on our one of the little bushes outside our window are they're they're dying when right now they should really be like yeah. And you were talking about we have to water our potted plants on the deck, and I. It's crazy to think that. Yeah. That in April, when normally we would be drenched. Where, where the fuck are our April showers? Yeah. Because April showers bring May showers. Yeah, exactly. That's the old Portland saying. April showers <laughs> bring May showers. And uh, and even if you go back to the regular saying, April showers bring May flowers, where are our May flowers going to be? Because there certainly are no April showers, folks. Mm -mm. We're fucked. I don't know if you guys say this. You know, I don't want to make your morning bad, but uh, it's not good. I gotta get a weather. I gotta get a weather person on the show. That's yeah, my Matt Zafino. You should get Matt Zafino to be on here. I would love to get Matt Zafino on the Rod show. Rod Hill or Rod Hill. You know, I bet Rod Hill would probably be more into it than Matt Zafino. You know, because Matt Zafino is like the big weather guy. 
yeah. Rod Hill's the morning weather guy. He's kind of, you know, they're like, ah, oh, give this shitty thing to Rod. Oh, Rod is, no, Rod's been around for a long time. Sure. I sure. have another friend named Rod Hill, not the weatherman. Maybe he could yeah. be on this show, though. Well, I think he does. But I, I do want to get, I want to get somebody on the show to explain. I mean, they don't. I, I think I already know what they're going to say, but I want to get somebody to explain to me why the weather people aren't freaking out on a nightly basis on the sh- on the on the news. <laughs> I don't think that would be <laughs> great. Well, for people, well, but there's the thing. Here's the thing. It would because I mean that's why they keep showing the horrible, uh, you know, footage of of black men being shot by police the, or you know killed by police. The reason we keep seeing that footage. Is to make it so we're we're freaking out and going. We this should not be happening. Like I don't want to watch this video anymore. What do we do? I don't want to see this anymore. I don't want to see police killing black men anymore. What do we do? What do we do about it? You know, if we have a weather person and the uh, the other person, the uh, what are the you know the main guy or main person? What are they called? The the anchor. The anchor. If, <laughs> if you have them doing the banter of like. You know, let's say Rod Hill, you know, was talking about, oh, it's going to be 81 this week. And then the anchor goes, oh, that's wonderful. Oh, I can't wait. I oh, bet I'm going to be so nice to be out in the sunshine. Yeah. get Everybody's going to be up. And what should be happening is the weather person should be saying, oh, it's going to be 81. And the anchor should be like, that seems really high for April. And also, Rod, where the fuck is the rain? You know? Well, yeah. And calling it the climate crisis is kind of as far as. As they'll get, maybe I don't even know if they would say crisis on the on the. News. I don't. They never even talk about the climate change. They just, you know, it's just. Well, the, you know, sometimes they'll say, "Well, it's unusually warm for this time of year." I actually follow Matt Zafino on uh, Instagram, and he had a a post the other day that was all of the records because uh-huh. this will be a record breaking warm weekend in Portland. It will be. It'll break all the records. And there was another one that was like in 1954. So, um, but it was one day. And the, yeah, and it wasn't even going to be over 80. I think it was 80, maybe. And I'm and I'm sure they had plenty of rain that, you know, that April as well, maybe. Maybe. Maybe you they know. had flooding too or something. I don't know what else happened that year, but. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's just crazy. It is crazy. And uh, yeah, I've been I, I that's one of my one of my just things just that makes me so so frustrated with with the local news, you know, and a lot of people that I know are like, why do you even watch the local news or why do you even watch the nightly news? It's all, you know, but it, I guess I'm just I'm I'm kind of a news junkie. I, I don't I don't I wouldn't say I'm a news junkie. I don't know. We watch like 30 minutes of the local news. Yeah, I think, I think that's fine. I mean, we really want to know what is going on in our city, not just the crisis across the country. So we do, you know, and I know you don't, you hate the fluff pieces, but sometimes yeah. <laughs> it's it's good to hear uh, positive things about your city. So with the other stuff too. And there, I mean, Portland is always an exciting city. There's a lot going on and it's, we're very drama filled. Yeah. And if you miss months of it, you miss a lot of really interesting stuff and we're just very involved in, in everything. So I like it. All right. Well, there you go. And that's <laughs> why we watch the nightly news folks. Um, well let's, uh, you know, let's take a musical break and then are, 
Are you going to take off or are you going to stick I around? I am. I have some Zoom meetings today. So okay. But it was a pleasure uh, having me on, uh, for me to come on today. <laughs> it, was a have, <laughs> it was a pleasure having you on today, Aura. Thank, thank, thank you. you so much for joining us. And, uh, anytime. Anytime, yeah. Well, we're, I'm going to hold you to it whenever I can't uh, find a guest. Guess oh, who's going to okay. be the guest? I mean, <laughs> y- guess who my favorite guest is? <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you later. Um, and I'm going to throw on some uh, some more prints. Actually, I wanted to play this one right now because this is the the newest from Prince. It's called Welcome to America. And uh, th- this whole album, Welcome Numeral to America, is going to be dropping in July. But this is the, the new single. And these are unreleased tracks from Prince and uh, we'll talk more about that a little later. You're listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Podland.Productions Here's Welcome to America, Prince by the features of the iPhone.
You're listening to Good Mid-Morning right here on Podland Productions. Folks, joining us now, a man I have known for many years, both of us spending our youth on the hard streets of Chico, California. He's a writer, photographer, filmmaker, producer, podcast host, and among, among many other things is the founder of the Super Nice Club, a club promoting being nice all over the world. It is my pleasure to have my friend Todd Brilliant on the show Todd, how are you? Uh, well, I've got... I have you muted. Oh, there we go. I'm doing well. Uh, Good there. morning. Good mid-morning. How are you? You're So you're doing well. Yeah. Can, can you hear me, Todd? I can hear you, but I'm getting you twice. It's a five-second delay. Oh. That's... Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, um, so... Uh, <laughs> uh so you are you're 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 down in la right now yeah i'm down in la yeah i'm okay. here down in la brentwood california just hanging out having uh so tell us tell us a little bit about uh let's just let's talk about super nice club um tell us a little bit about super nice club let people know what what it's all about yeah the super nice club is and I apologize to delay, folks. I'm getting everything twice. I'm waiting for my spot. We're dedicated to a simple mission, which is just making the world 10% nicer by every means necessary. Just 10%? That's, I mean, that's a pretty good It's goal. a low bar. It's a low bar. I'll give you that. But once we get there, maybe we can push up a little higher. Yeah. No, I, I was just going to say it's a, it's a good goal to start with because you don't want to start too high because then people are like, that's impossible. <laughs> get intimidated really quickly. You know, we don't need to deal with that. Um, so <laughs> we seem to be having some sort of uh, uh, issue with the sound here. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's okay. We can push through it. All right, so Super Nice Club, everybody's invited. It's just a situation where if we're honest with ourselves, the world – isn't that nice of a place and it can we can do a lot better than it currently is all right so what are you uh what type of things do you do you guys do uh oh wow now i'm hearing uh (laughs) i know this is fantastic so what type of things do you do what just bear with us for two seconds we're gonna get there we're gonna fix this i'm gonna fix this hold on all right, I'm gonna. Uh, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna play some music, and we're gonna try and figure this out. Okay, uh, I'll tell you what. All right. I'm how, gonna play some music, and we're gonna. How are we doing? Figure this out. Can you hear me? Uh, I can hear you now. Yeah. Can you hear me? Is it me? doubling? Yeah. There's an echo. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Uh, I can hear you now. Yeah. Can you hear Is me? Is it doubling? Yeah. There's now an echo. All right. Here's what's gonna happen. Sorry to be unprofessional. Why don't you play some music? I'm going to disconnect, reconnect, and we're going to have the best interview ever. All right. Looking forward to it. I'm going to do it just by audio. Why don't you play some music? I'm going to disconnect, reconnect, the best interview ever. All right. I'm going to do it just by audio. Fuck, man. Hold on.
Got a thing. All right. Are we back? Are we back? Yes. We're back. Yes, we fixed it. We got it. Folks, it's really my fault. Entirely my fault. There we go. My fault. Anyway, what's up, Liam? So hey, great to be on here. Super lady. happy. Super Nice Club is amazing. We're going to make the world 10% nicer. Everybody's invited. You know, we just need it. That's all. Look around. Everybody's people are getting shot. People are unhappy. There's a whole lot in the world that isn't going well, but there's still a whole lot of beautiful people out there capable of doing so much better. So we're just going to kind of get together and say, hey, let's we can do better. So why don't we just actually do better? And that's where the Super Nice Club comes in. So what types of events or things do you guys do? Um, I, I know that you've done like some some beach cleanups or some sort of cleanup things, um, you know, you know. Is you, it's one thing to just join a club that says, "Hey, I'm I'm part of the Super Nice Club," and then you you could you know buy a hat and walk around and say, "I'm part of yeah, the yeah. Super Nice Club." But what super nice things are you are is the club actually doing? Yeah. So the focus is first of all, obviously, um, be nicer to yourselves, folks. Right. Good start. We're we're really hard on ourselves, so that's a lot of the messaging. Um, you know, parents heap a lot of guilt on themselves. Kids are really hard on themselves when it comes to, you know, school and things like that. And so it starts with being nicer to yourselves and then expand outwards. Right. So to your family, your community, community uh, for the last year plus because of the plague, we haven't been doing much. But the idea is that we we get together in different communities. Um, Ninety percent have nice times because having a nice time is is so important you know, to, to feeling good about yourself in the world. And then 10% do nice things. We try to organize around, maybe it's a local uh, nonprofit or just somebody who needs something in that community. It's really up to each community because what is nice, what can deliver uh, a nicer world is obviously very different in, in every neighborhood and every city you go to. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, so when you say, th- when you say um, you do nice things, uh, that includes like so in the future when 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 we can get back together uh do nice things yeah. uh say you know there's so there, there's a chapter here in portland yeah a, a, a yeah. super nice club chapter so once uh things start to get a little better um and we can all meet and hang out and do things and do nice things then uh what type you know what types of things can we do like I mean, you know, it really depends on what you want to do. Portland, Portland has a lot, you know, Portland has a lot to work on. It's a pretty messed up place. It's dark. It's dark. It's a dark, scary place, Portland. It is. Um, <laughs> no, you know, Portland has obviously has been the one of the epicenters in the country for uh, people advocating for change. Really big, systematic, systemic change uh, to policing, foreign policy, racial equality, transgender issues, et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, it's kind of already happening in Portland in a lot of ways. Would the super nice club be happy and excited to support some efforts there? Sure. Um, one thing we're looking forward to doing in LA, which was just starting to kick off before the plague hit after the relocated down here about a year ago is, um, working within the, there's a certain slice of the homeless community near me uh, to do some performance art, to do some uh, street corner theater with unsheltered people 
and the subject matter being, you know, life on the streets, what's going on, their individual stories, how they got there, you know, humanizing these things in a, in a theatrical performative way. Oh, that's interesting. So having them, like having the people who are homeless work on these, on these theatrical things themselves? Yeah, they're just, they're, they're, they're one, two, three person. That's the idea is. Um, and if anybody out there is in the LA area in the, in the theater space and wants to jump in and help on this, it'd be great. Um, my original partner on this, I don't know if it's still a, a good connection or not because COVID has just disrupted so much. Yeah. COVID has been great for a lot of things, I think. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> so, um, that's, that's cool. So you would have, that's such an interesting, uh, thought to, or an idea. Um, and yes, yeah, so if anybody's out there who, who could help with that, please, uh, contact Todd. Um, it can also be, it can be faith-based. It can be something, you know, in people who are, are uh, you know, have a local church that's working on something and the super nice club gets involved. It's, it's, we've had um, folks get together for um, literacy programs. Uh, we've had our chapter in the greater Minneapolis area um, get together to promote awareness and obviously fundraising, which is always a thing for, for almost every effort because everything requires money uh, around feeding kids, you know, feeding the, the kids in the Minneapolis area that don't have food, you know, mm -hmm. it, it, there's a lot of different examples and, it, and sometimes it's just one person out there. We've had um, currently, we're currently in the midst. Uh, I think there's just a few days left working with uh, um, the, Oh gosh, I hope I don't say it wrong because I always mess up acronyms um national braille press nbp national braille press does what you might think it does which is produce braille books for wow. people who are vision impaired uh the blind and they're doing a, a virtual because of the plague run across america right now and we have a super nice club team uh, and each one's committed each member within the team is committed to running walking crawling skating however you want to traverse 26.2 miles within a 30-day period uh, and raising $262 each to benefit uh, NBP. Uh, and it's been wildly successful national program. Has the Super Nice Club been a huge part of it? Yeah, we've done our part. You know, we've raised, we've raised a little bit of money. Uh, thanks to uh, Chris C., if you're out there in Boston. Um, so that's that's another example, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're you're out there raising money, helping people. And having it, and, and then having a good time doing it, right? I mean, isn't yeah, that, that, that's 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 a, a really good. The yeah, important part yeah. is that you're having fun while you're being super nice. We're not just trying to. We we really try not to get behind efforts that are just fundraising. Mm -hmm. It's really more about because that's just sort of clicktivism. You know, you write a check, you feel a little bit less guilty for a few minutes. We're really more about getting people involved. Uh, in person, in real life. Like you mentioned earlier, the, our very first effort was doing some some river cleanup efforts, chipping in with existing organizations, just getting bodies out there. Uh, and I, I think that when people get out there and they actually clean their local waterways and they just see, wow, there's a lot of garbage out here and there's cleanups every month and there's still a ton of garbage out here. They're like, wow, they're, they're aware that you can't drive by that, that over that bridge again and look at it the same way. And you end up being more supportive of these organizations in the long run. You end up becoming a monthly donor. You end up participating. You end up doing things that are more valuable than money because you're really spreading the word about the mission, right? And, and spreading the word about the mission for most organizations costs a lot of money. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
So I like going back to the idea for with the with the homeless and doing the theater. I I like that idea because it's you're not just going okay. Well, there's a homeless problem. What can we do? Let's you know let's get them in homes. Let's you know get get them jobs. You're you're saying what else can we do? Like how else can we help these people lift themselves up? You know, uh, and you know giving giving them a project like the theater project, giving them a, a voice to tell their story. Like this, that's that's thinking beyond. You know, that's going beyond like just trying to, you know, get get housing, which you know is it, it, it seems to be an impossible feat these days. Yeah, well, boy, I mean, that's a huge conversation because just getting housing, while it needs, here's the thing. There are a lot of different folks and a lot of different organizations working on each of the big issues that trouble us. So we have to have faith that, you know, while we want to just snap our fingers and cure it, we have to have faith that the people are working on all the different angles, right? And collectively, hopefully it does something. But really when it comes to having, you know, so many unsheltered people in the United States, at some point we have to ask ourselves, what is it about our economic system that creates this sort of um, inequalities, you know? And what is it that we can do to make adjustments? And so they're very, very big questions. It's, it's, it's a restructuring. Overall, it's uh, an overhaul. Our, they have to do an overhaul of our it's a, fucking It's a wild system. overhaul, you know? It's, um, I would recommend anybody out there uh, who wants to get a little crazy to pick up the current issue of Adbusters magazine and read Callie's, uh, he's a publisher. Uh, it's a very simple, simplified essay on this idea of true cost economics. Um, and it'll give you an idea of a path forward that sort of solves for a lot of our issues. Um, or just Google true cost economics, you know, and, and play around with the idea in your head. Yeah, it's, it's a wildly different thing. Uh, it's still capitalism. It's not communism or socialism. Uh, it's just a type of capitalism that no longer allows us to externalize costs. Uh, there you go. Uh, we're going to take a quick music break, and uh, we're going to come back with more with Todd Brilliant right here on Good Midmorning. Got some more prints for you. This one's called yes. Thunder. Uh, I know love you, the prints. You know, I know you love the prints. I know that this is for me. I so appreciate it. <laughs> Super nice prints.
You're listening to Good Mid-Morning right here on Podland Productions. That was Prince doing Thunder. We're here with Todd Brilliant hanging out. Uh, folks, before we get back to Todd Brilliant, I wanted to let you know that, did you know that we're on uh, Patreon now? Yeah, that's true. We're on Patreon. You can uh, go to our homepage and click on the Become a Patron button, and uh, or as I like to call it, you become a Podlander. So go ahead, go to that uh, homepage, click on the Become a Patron button, become a Podlander today, help us uh, become a creating machine. Uh, hanging out with Todd Brilliant. Listening to Prince, and I wanted to talk to you about Prince because you said you're uh, like like we were talking about. You're a huge Prince fan, uh, and uh, you said you were listening to the the newest Prince song before we came on, just like I was. Um, what do you think? What do, What do I you think? Thinking? I think I, I've. It's tough for me with posthumous recordings yeah. of of artists. You know, I mean, of course, I'm not going to deny that if I love a band and and some posthumous stuff comes out, that I'm going to enjoy it. But I'm like. Ah. Prince was was so uh, ferociously meticulous about his music that uh, you know if he wanted it out there, it would be out there. Is my opinion, you know. But yes. beyond that, I think it's great. It's a, it's a cool song. It's a cool commentary. I, I think that anybody, any artist, any person right now that asks us in the United States to take a, a look at ourselves, um, I applaud it. Absolutely. Uh, I also do agree with you, though, uh, and I've said it before. Uh, if if it, if if it's unreleased, it's unreleased for a reason. There's a reason that uh, you know, unless unless like this was an album that Prince was working on, like right up till you know the moment he died, and then they're like, right. "Well, we got to put this out." But I don't think that's what it is. I think it's just a bunch of recordings that he never put out. But he didn't put them out for a reason because he was like, yeah. "These aren't good." I don't want well, to. Or just he, he makes, you know, musicians, surprise, surprise, folks, but sometimes musicians make songs just for therapy for themselves, just because this is what they do. There's yeah. there's a batch of songs they make for themselves, and there's a batch of songs they make for the public. Yeah, or you know, you just get ideas and you're like, oh, I'm gonna work on this idea, and then you work on the idea, and then you know, if it goes somewhere, it goes somewhere. But uh, yeah, I'm sure he just had a bunch of shit like just in backlogs that he had just been working on and some of it. Yeah. <laughs> but they did. Did I ever tell you about that story of when I hung out with Prince for a couple of days in Austin? You did not No. Well, how no, about this is a I, great time I, to tell it, it though. It, it, yeah, no, it didn't happen. That's yeah. Oh. It never happened. Yeah. Uh, that would have been a great story. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, you could have made something up and nobody would have known. I know. And uh, it would have been great live uh, <laughs> live radio instead of instead of what we've been giving the audience today. Which oh, is... come on. We had a, we had a, some some missteps in the beginning, but that's, you know, a lot of dates start like that. It's OK. Are you keeping up on the baseball? Do you are you a baseball fan? Uh, I'm keeping up on my uh, I'm an I'm, I'm an NBA guy. Oh, um, and the NBA guy. It's kind of shrinking for me a little bit, too, just because of the way that the sport is played now. But, yeah, I'm keeping up on the baseball. My oldest son, Justice, is playing for a top-ranked high school team um, in his senior year. So I'm actually putting on thousands of miles going up to Northern California to catch half his games. Is this his um, dream? Is he looking to get into the into the major leagues? COVID's been tough for, for high school athletes trying to get into sports. Yeah. There's just a lot of students trying to get on one team. So he's going up to Oregon uh, to become a That's Oregon where I Duck. Going to be a Duck. That's a D1 school. I don't think there's an opportunity there for him. Um, I doubt there'll even be walk-ons, but maybe. You know, so far he's uh, 
he's pitched five games. Uh, his ERA is 0.00, um, and he's doing great. But, you know, these are this is small-town stuff. So yeah. how does that translate? We don't know. Who knows, you know? But yeah. uh, he's going to come up here to Oregon. Yeah. You know, jump on the Ducks. He's probably going to become, you know – I'm guessing that he's going to go to the majors. I mean, I, you know, I've met your son and, uh, I think he just has what it takes, you know? Yeah. He's got, he's, he's great. He's a great pitcher, uh, decent hitter. He's just got, uh, you know, if you want to be a pro, the, the work ethic has to be insane. Oh, yeah. has to be absolutely insane. So. You do have to actually, you know, I, uh, you have to eat, drink, sleep. It's all, you have, it's all baseball. It's all the team. Like, yeah, that, and yeah. and that, that's kind of where he's at. And I'm I'm not a huge huge uh, baseball sports guy, but I do follow it. You know, now that I'm down here in LA, I, I think I might get myself an Angels jacket. Oh, you're gonna go the Angels route? Oh, really? Come on. I think I could go the Dodgers route. That's so obvious. It's like moving <laughs> to LA and becoming a Lakers fan for Christ's sake. No, Sacramento Kings till I die. Yes. Um, it's painful. It's painful to be a Kings fan. Yeah, I, I gotta go the Angels route. I took uh, my young boys to see the opening game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you have Otani, who's insanely amazing, uh, Japanese pitcher, two-way player. Uh, you've got uh, Mike Trout, who's pretty good, gonna yeah. be gonna be good someday. He's uh, getting Pujols. there. <laughs> yeah, he's getting there. You know, you've got a, and you got some exciting young young players on that team too. So uh, it was fun to fun to go to uh, an opening game that wasn't up in San Francisco. Yeah. Um, so what do you think about you know they're making changes? They've changed. Did you know that they've changed the ball? Uh, I talked about this yesterday with a, our guest host Jake Silberman, but they've they changed yeah. the ball in baseball. They've made it so you can't the it's uh, it doesn't go it's as a, far. It's, it's a golf ball now. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't go as far. And so we were talking about yesterday how you know does it seems like they're trying to you know they're why are they trying to take away our home runs? Oh, it doesn't go as far now. It doesn't. Go I thought as it was far. going farther. No, it doesn't. Now it's going less far. They, they want it to go less far. They they want us to huh. not get those home runs and. Now they're also going to move the mound back. I saw that in the Atlantic League. They're going to test p- pulling it back by a foot. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what, what are they doing to the game? You know? Well, with that move, they're obviously trying to have more, uh, more offense, more hits, less strikeouts, because there's all-time strikeout rates right now. The problem I have with that is, one, I love strikeouts. I love watching dominant pitchers. But, two... More hits and more offense mean a game that is already twice as long as it should be. I think it should be five innings, six innings. Like oh. nine innings is ridiculous. Four hours, eight hours, how long? Is, baseball is pretty much like cricket. It takes yeah, forever. I love it. Yeah, Do you? I, I'm, yeah, I'm one of those people who... I'm, I'm too impatient. I, I'm I like, love it. Just get it over. Oh, I just put... How about, just put the game on, and then you leave. You could go off, do something else, come back, game's still on, go mow the lawn, come back, game's still on. You know, All right, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough, yeah. I'm just like, well, why, is, why is this taking so long? Why do they stop so long between each pitch? I mean, come on. They're scratching their junk. Yeah. And, and if, I'm out, if I'm out, you know, if I, if, you know, when I'm out, when I get to go out to bars again and watch the games, you know, when you're watching the game, it's like, uh, you know, the game's still going, so I guess I'll have another beer. Oh, game's still going, you know? I, I, I told my wife I was going to be here till the game ended, and I'm not going to lie to her, you know? I'm not going to lie to her. So, uh, yeah. you know, I keep them as long as, as, as you want. I like them long. They're going to get longer if they, <laughs> if they push the mound back. But, and, yeah, and now anyway. there's not – yeah, it's going to be interesting. Well, That's as much baseball wisdom as I have other than uh, Juan Soto and Acuna are insane. Well, that's uh, 
that's enough for me. That's enough for me. Let's, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to call it. I'm going to say that, uh, this has been an adventure talking to you today and I appreciate (laughs) you coming on and uh, I appreciate you having me on again. Apologies for the the sound disorder to begin with. Hey, if anybody out there is interested in the super nice club, just hit us up. You can find us at super nice club anywhere online, uh, or check out the nice work, uh, podcast that we do. Uh, we have Tegan and Sarah, or just Tegan, Tegan Quinn next Tuesday on the podcast and would love any input. Anybody who has any ideas on what it means to you, what, what would be a nicer community for you and how we can help. Yeah, do it, folks, and become a member, you know? Join the club. Become a nicer person. You don't have to buy anything. Yeah, there's no... no, no. It's not about buying shit. Yeah, it's really not. Yeah. Uh, it's just about doing good stuff. And you can win stuff. You guys are do- often doing, you know, things on, on the socials where you can win hats and shirts and all that stuff. And Yeah, I just bought a couple members-only jackets uh, that I'm going to give away. But we're going to put Super Nice Club patches on them first. Right. So Super Nice Club members-only. Get it? Oh, Get it? man. Genius. Isn't that cool? That's yeah. genius. It's genius. I think like Portland would really like that. I think they would too. I mean, I, yeah. I would. I and once uh, we're able to do anything, which you know, who know, who knows when that's ever going to happen. But I would, I would love to become more of a part of Super Nice Club and you know help, uh, you know, do some of these events. So, uh, you know, that's yeah. We'll we'll connect when we do this. You're an original member, man. So of course, anything Super Nice Club Portland is is going to go through Liam. And Aura. Fantastic. All right, Todd. Well, we will talk to you uh, later on. And thank you again for being on. I appreciate it. And uh, I appreciate you. Appreciate you. All right, folks. I'm going to play us out with a little more Prince. This one's called Thieves in the Temple. You've been listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Podland Productions. We'll be back tomorrow with a live band. Oh, my God. It's Front Row Friday. So you're going to want to tune in to see the Spooky Collective. It's going to be pretty good right here on Podland Productions. Also, remember to find us on Instagram Instagram and Facebook. Good mid-morning. We'll, uh, we'll see you tomorrow. you, they're thieves in the temple.